Welcome to the Redeeming the Dirt podcast. This is Noah Sanders. Glad to be finally chatting with you again after a several month break here. This episode's going to be one where give a little bit of an update and get to talk about some of the things uh, that I hope to, uh, some of the topics that I hope to discuss in the next upcoming episodes. Since we talked last, there's been, you know, all the coronavirus stuff and the uh, different unrest and and very interesting political stuff all going on in the U.S. That's definitely been uh, some interesting times and a big lifestyle change for a lot of people uh, with all the shutdowns and uh, quarantines and now all this mask wearing and everything else and uh it's it's uh, personally i'm have been a little hesitant to jump in and give me uh, my opinion on all these things uh especially as uh, we're busy with our own farm and family here but i felt like the lord telling me to get back in and uh just be willing to address some of these things and share some of the things that are on my heart and so this is kind of hopefully the first of uh, a series of episodes where I'm just going to be taking short, uh, hopefully shorter uh, podcasts to just share, uh, share again, some of the things that are on my heart uh, with you in the coming weeks and hopefully do some cool interviews as well. You know, we live in a time of guess what you could call crisis uh, compared to what most of us are from uh, used to experiencing and I like I have a mentor of mine who described it as well he actually said the Chinese definition of the word crisis is dangerous opportunity and that's a good way to look at it especially as a Christian uh, really what we're experiencing now is you know the types of things that we should expect as Christians in the mission that we live in now on this earth. We are not in a perfect world yet. There's a battle going on. There's a fight for the hearts and souls of people that we're called to engage in. And we also uh, live in a time where uh, there's sin and there's reaping what we sow and there's a God allowing uh, the hearts of people to be revealed as, as the foundations are shaken on uh, things that we trust in um, and we see where those faulty foundations are. So when the health is, of our health is uh, threatened uh, and our maybe livelihoods or economics or our community or all the things that are are normal for us are threatened, then it really helps uh, helps us reevaluate what is it that uh, our life is all about. And you know, adventures are all thing is, is something that all of us would love. I think would love to would say that we would love to have a life that's an adventure. It's not just safe and boring, but it's an adventure. But adventures involve risk, they involve danger, they involve uncertainty, they involve suffering, and uh, you know, 
seriousness, sobriety in, in, in the, the costs and what's at stake. But, uh, so even though all of us would love to have, have lived in adventure, <laughs> it's often uh, not something that we would readily sign up for uh, if we understood all that went into it. And yet Jesus wants to invite us on an adventure, on the adventure that he is, uh, on his adventure to uh, to share hope with in the in a broken world, be a light in the darkness, and that's what I feel like. And I, the perspective I want to have, you know, it's it's not a flippant perspective on uh, looking at the the suffering and the you know the the darkness and the the seriousness of some of the things that are going on around the world with um, with the the coronavirus and with different unrest and and the persecution of Christians and all, it's, it's serious, but it's also something that we don't need to live as if we have no hope we have. Um, we are on mission with the hero who has already defeated uh, death and sin and is um, going to be bringing about his ultimate victory soon and wants to involve us in the struggle, in the fight, in, in the adventure with him to share in the glory ultimately that uh, that we're gonna have for all eternity and you know it's it's uh, i love that uh i was thinking about that quote the other day from the lord of the rings and you may or may not be a fan of the lord of the rings but there's a, a period of time in there in the adventure that they're going on where the the one of the heroes frodo who's kind of a humble character that uh endures a lot of suffering to be able to destroy uh the uh, the ring, which was one of the sources of the of uh, power for the enemy in this story, uh, he was uh, a simple kind of um, agricultural, you know, uh, country person or country hobbit that would prefer to have stayed home instead of going on this grand adventure. And and he was talking to one of the other characters Gandalf who had uh, was helping him this on this on this adventure and he said I wish it need not have happened in my time this need for him to you know to fight against this evil that was cropping up and to to take this ring he said I wish it need not have happened in my time and and Gandalf replies so do I and so do all who live to see such times but that's not for them to decide all we have to decide is what to do with the time that's given us and I think that's a good reminder in, in our day and age. I think it's actually exciting to think that with all that's going on now, you know, many of us, we look back at times in history, whether it's, you know, um, the time of Jesus or, you know, the time of the founding of America or whatever, all these these times where it's like, man, that'd been so exciting to live during that time. At, at you know, in the moment, it would have been fairly um, disruptive and disturbing and uh you know, scary to, to, to not, to live in that time and not know what was going to be happening, um, what the outcome was going to be. And, uh, and, and yet now we're in a period of time where we should be excited that God's put us here, uh, for a particular reason and, uh, in a particular time of, and place where we can be involved in what he's doing. And I feel like, especially as Christians in agriculture, 
that there's some great opportunities um, and some responsibilities that we have uh, in the time that we live in that we need to take advantage of, and that we need to prayerfully consider how to prepare for, how to be able to be used by the Lord in order to, um, yeah, to be effective. We have an opportunity to shine in the darkness and, uh, you know, to consider what role we have to play. I think one of the neat things, you know, in, in about agriculture that I've always enjoyed or liked as far as a benefit is the fact that producing food and especially if you're, you know, promoting kind of a local economy and you're producing for yourself, then, uh, not only is it a, a lifestyle that can help promote the things that God wants us to be about with relationships and caring for His creation and working with our hands and walking with Him and serving others, but it also builds in a resiliency uh, against hard times that allows us to um, be more free to uh, to serve the Lord and not be dependent on um, systems or people that uh, would make us vulnerable and unable to um, be as free to do the things God's called us to do. And I think it's just a uh, it's it's a neat benefit of um, if food production, local food production is that resiliency. But I also think we're we're called to um, you know when to be aware of the times and to recognize when there's special seasons of um, perhaps uh, judgment or hard um, times and crisis that uh, maybe even escalating in the future that we might want to consider how God wants us to take extra steps to be able to um, continue to be effective in those in those times. One of the verses that I have thought about over the years um, or, or sections of scriptures in Proverbs 27 it, and it's talking about uh, living in light of the fact that um, the situations that we find ourselves in with, you know, what country we live in, the government that we're under or, you know, the economics that context that we live in might not and probably won't continue uh, indefinitely. Uh, you know, throughout history, kingdoms rise and fall, uh, economies um, boom and bust, and even though it might not all happen in our lifetime, it 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 is a cycle that nothing's continued forever. Only God's kingdom, only Christ's kingdom, is going to be the thing that endures. And so we should live in light of that and not be surprised when kingdoms rise and fall, and we shouldn't expect our nation or economy to be any different. But anyways, it's in Proverbs twenty-seven. Starting in verse 23, it's kind of the end of the chapter. It says, Be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds, for riches do not endure forever, and a crown is not secure for all generations. When the hay is removed and new growth appears, and grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will provide you with clothing and the goats with the price of a field. You'll have plenty of goat's milk to feed you and your family and to nourish your servant girls. I don't claim to know, you know, all, all that this verse, this passage is talking about, but for me personally, the thing that kind of stands out is just the idea of, of being aware of your sources of provision and where your, you know, your, your, your um, 
food or your the means of provision are coming from that God's using. And again, you may or may not be, a, even, I think this applies whether or not you're a farmer, just to recognize how vulnerable um, or your means of provision is and, and are you on top of um, you know, noticing the condition of your flocks and are you paying careful attention to your herds? And the reason is, he says in verse 24, for riches do not endure forever. And it kind of refers to economics, right? They're not going to last forever. Riches don't endure forever. And a crown or like a government is not secure for all generations. They're going to rise and fall. So you don't want to count on stability indefinitely so that you're managing your um, your you know, your flocks, your businesses, or your farm in a way that uh, is unnecessarily vulnerable to changes in those things. And you know, it talks about later. At least you know you, the the things you're doing can feed you and your family. And I think that's something good for us to consider. And I think especially in the day and age that we live now, where food systems are so centralized and so outsourced and so vulnerable to uh, disruption compared to what they have been in in past history there's a lot more potential for uh, suffering or for um, people not having access to food uh, like they you know in a in a crisis because of uh, disruption that sort of makes me feel a responsibility as a food producer to Ask God, what what's my role? What can I do to help equip people, help to help be in a position to be able to serve and alleviate suffering and to bring hope to people? And so, I, that's one of some of the things I've been considering, and that our family's been trying to take steps in to obey in, and some of the things that I want to talk about uh, in the upcoming episodes is what are some of the things that we might should be preparing for um, and what are some of the practical things that we should be doing how should we prepare, be preparing our hearts uh, how should we be preparing our, our families and our farms and um, and making sure that we are uh, listening to the Lord and not missing really the opportunity to be able to be, to be able to be involved with him in the work that he's doing in um in the hope that he wants to bring and uh and 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 that we are not caught unawares in a battle um for the hearts of men and uh for and even over uh, that that plays itself out in the physical realms of um different uh the the economics and um that will that can affect our families. So, hopefully, in in, in uh, the upcoming episodes, we'll be able to share some practical things with you, things that might uh, um, give you some perspective. And it's a little bit outside of my comfort zone to to share uh, things that might be a little more controversial. But I've just been convicted that the Lord's like, you know, you you don't need to if there's things that you just need to be willing to share what's on your heart. And not just keep those things to yourself. And my heart is to, I really want us to love and, and serve you as a listener and as the body of Christ. I want to see the body of Christ equipped to be effective, to um, to serve Jesus wholeheartedly where um, he can use us and that we can be effective for his kingdom. And, uh, and so looking forward to be able to do that. 
in the future and pray that God just gives me wisdom and the words to say and protects me from saying the things that I shouldn't. Uh, so yeah, so thanks again for today for listening. Hoping to uh, to share next week some uh, some thoughts on from Joel Salatin. We're doing a, uh, a follow up interview with him on some of his thoughts on what our role as Christian farmers uh, should be in these times and how we can um, be aware and be faithful. And so look forward to sharing that with you. In the meantime, I. Uh, you're, you can check out my blog, redeemingthedirt.com, and uh, some of the things and resources that I'm uh, sharing there. If you're interested in going a little more in-depth in some uh, Christ, Christian and uh, biblically-based agriculture and how to think about that as, as Christians and as well as practical things on gardening, homesteading, and farming, then and you can go check out redeemingthedirtacademy.com. And that's kind of our uh, my paid online um, educational platform where we have students from all over the world that are uh, have a neat community there and, and some additional resources you can check out. Uh, and yeah, love to uh, have you reach out and, and um, share your thoughts on the the times in which we live and what we should be doing as food producers uh, and followers of Jesus. Feel free to connect with me. Uh, the contact page on redeemingthedirt.com and look forward to hearing from you and um, answering some of your questions, connecting with you there and being able to sharpen each other. So appreciate being able to share with you today. Just pray that God would continue to help us to be humble, to be faithful and to keep redeeming the dirt. God bless. We'll talk to you again.